This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is not a story you would expect in this brand new, state-of-the-art, awesome residence. Mm -hmm. Or, based on numbers that we have in front of us, this is exactly what you should expect at this brand new, high-end, state-of-the-art residence. High-end. Well, Tommy, look, I mean, you have a bunch of people Mm -hmm. that are all alike living in this spot. And these people- They call those prisons. (laughs) Tommy, these people really, really like these things. Mm-hmm. You hanging out in the break room, Rochester's Classic Rock, 96.5, WCMF. We'll jump right into the story. Last week, a man was arrested at the Skyview apartment complex in Arondequoit mm. after police say he was recklessly shooting a gun inside the building. In the building. Inside the building. Now- for those who don't know, mm-hmm. the Skyview Apartments are located on the in the footprint of the old Arondequoit Mall. It's a 55-plus community, and they look really nice. Oh, yeah. Now, let's put a pin in that for a second Mm -hmm. so we can get back into the story. The investigation, according to police, said the man fired several rounds inside of his apartment, including one that went through a sliding glass door into the community's parking lot. They, They said when they got to the apartment complex, they found him in an elevator holding a gun. Oh, right. They also say the loaded gun he was holding had previously been reported <clears throat> stolen. Yeah, gets better. The man, who we know nothing about. Well, I be- know he's 55 plus. Because the police didn't identify him. Mm. He is facing charges of reckless endangerment, criminal mischief, and several gun charges. Mm. Anyone want to take a crack at what happened here? He really didn't like what he was watching on TV. <laughs> I gotta call Social Security again. (laughs) You've seen that commercial with the old lady. Okay, great. Yeah, like what would have set him off? Do we know if he lives with anybody? Yeah, no. So it says it's his apartment. Okay. So he's a, it's, a, it's his residence. And here's the thing, Tommy. If you just read the headline, which a lot of people do, you would think that someone had broken into Skyview and maybe had bad intentions. Right. But the story on News 8 clearly states that he fired the round in his apartment. So he lived there. And nobody was hit. No. Although a bullet did go into the parking lot. But he wasn't intentionally trying to shoot at somebody, it sounds like. It says in the story he was recklessly firing mm. his gun. So this is a man who is at minimum 55 years old, living in this uh, apartment complex, who is also in possession, according to police, of a gun reported stolen. Yes. Which is another head-scratcher. Why so, would someone in a 55-plus community... Have a stolen gun. And if you had a stolen gun, you probably wouldn't want people to know you had a stolen gun. You mean by like... Seems like the worst way to to keep a secret. Like recklessly firing (laughs) the gun. So I'm wondering if he's a single older gentleman. 
Okay, why would you say that? Because uh, he's shooting a gun in the house. <laughs> I think when you have a gun, you could do whatever you want in the house. Right, but if you're single, you're more apt to. Okay, all right. But if you have a wife or a girlfriend or somebody else in there to dial you back a little bit. Okay, that's fair. I mean, I always, when I hear stories like this, first thing I'm thinking of is drinking. Okay. Drinking and you got pissed off at something. Hmm. Wanna, do we want to take a stab at why the gun was reported stolen? That one... Well, to Kimmy's point, you might have scored it stolen because you didn't want. Maybe you shouldn't have a gun. Okay. Yeah. But fifty-five plus. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I guess yeah. there are people that a lot have of history there. Pass, but yeah. I mean, you're living in a fifty-five plus community. I mean, I also guess it's possible it could have been his gun. He lost it, called the police, and then found it again, and never called him back. Could be that. Just thinking out yeah. loud here. But he is of gun age. Okay, so let's talk about that. Yeah. You're saying this is something you would expect in a fifty-five plus. Well, I'm not like, pushing for it, no, but I could see it. Okay. For many reasons. So to your point, mm-hmm. last year, yeah. Tommy Mulay, and the phone number is 252-WCMF, 252-9263, the largest gun ownership age group in America were people between the ages of 35 and 54, mm-hmm. but literally one percentage point behind them were people 55 and older. Yeah, it makes sense. 35% of people over 55 own a gun. 49% of people over 55 have a gun in their household. So the guns are in the building. It's the Grey Panthers. But you would think, Tommy, someone at that age would have the experience and wisdom to be a responsible gun owner. They are. They're also old and cranky and maybe are pissed up because they're getting old. Okay, so that makes you not a responsible gun owner. It could be. Yeah, I mean, there's probably two sets of people, right? Some people handle aging well. Okay. Some people don't. Okay. Some people are pissed off that they're getting old. All right, that's fair. And there's nothing they can do to stop it. It's out of their hands. The one thing thing that happens... Men don't age well because men are control freaks. Fair enough. And age takes control out of your hands. Okay, that's a great statement. Mother Nature's in charge now. You're right. Your ugly ass ain't. Okay. And that can piss you off. Okay. But I'm, I'm going to ask you a question. Yeah, sure. As a man who's over 55, mm-hmm. right? Way past 55, pal. And as a man who has said multiple times on the air that he wanted a gun that his won't, wife won't let him Can't have. Can't get it. When you see a story like this mm-hmm. and you make the statement that you did, that, you know, as you get older, things get frustrating and, you know, it changes your attitude. Mm-hmm. You can change things going on in your head. Mm-hmm. Are you alarmed that 35% of people over 55 own a gun and one half of households over 55 have a gun inside them? No, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. No. After and everything you, just, you yeah. just said. And by the way, everybody at that age is on some kind of medication. <laughs> no doubt. Somebody has to do, you take your pills today, Ma? Like, look, I'm under the. I, I, I do believe that the overwhelming majority of people that own guns are responsible they with them are. because they know. They know how dangerous things can be. And mm-hmm. look, I, I'm not going to sit here and tell you I don't own a gun. But at the same time, I had never thought about what an aging, an aging population, population yeah, and yeah. what that does with a gun. Because, like, it's hard to take the <clears throat> keys away from a family member to drive the car when they can't do that. I can't imagine trying to take a gun. Problem one, they got a gun. If you don't have family around to keep an eye on you, I'll give you a great example. Okay. My father went into the nursing home at 85 years old. Okay. 80, 45, doesn't matter. Uh, and my brother, being a gun guy and living in Florida, knew where all the guns my father had. Okay. If not, my father... And he'd be pretty good at this. Would have had a loaded 357 Magnum. At what age? And in his 80s. Okay. In a nursing home. Oh, my God. And this is also a guy who accused the staff from stealing from him all the time? Yes. Yeah. So think about that. He bought 
three VCRs at the same yeah, time? Yeah, four. Four VCRs. Yeah, because you know they're going. They're not making them anymore. <laughs> Can you imagine going into a nursing home knowing there's an eighty, there's an eighty-five nope. year old man in a diaper who's strung out on Robitussin has access to a three fifty-seven Magnum? Do they make holsters that will hook onto the diaper? They, it's Florida. I'm sure you can get it. <laughs> you can't rent a car. When you rent a car in Florida, you get an option for a pistol. So think about that. So if my brother wasn't there to stop that. So let's say he lived up here with me. Yeah. And my father, you know, figured out how to get into assisted living. That gun was going with him. And I don't cool. think they would have caught it. I mean, you're talking about your dad, but you even told some stories about your brother oh, that yeah. you would think would make you a little worried. Like the fact that he's outside in his yard shooting iguanas and mm-hmm. stuff. With a silencer. <laughs> yes. Which we found out is legal. In Florida. Yeah, it's called a suppressor. I mean, well, you don't he's want getting up there in age. Yeah, yeah. No, like, is there a point where you have to have that discussion? He's 77. Yeah. Well, Tommy doesn't live near him, so it's True. fine. But if you live next door, yeah. we're having that discussion, maybe? We found that pistol in my sister's house. My sister passed away. She was in her 50s. And we didn't know it, but she had a uh, a thirty-eight, a full, like the old detectives use, you know, mm-hmm. like the snub nose, like, hey, mm-hmm. you should take them up. She had one of those in the house. Legally? Legally. Wow. Owned a gun right next to her pills. 252 WCMF. This story started with a man <laughs> allegedly firing a gun recklessly inside the Skyview 55 plus apartment complex. Oh, maybe he wanted more sky to view. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't getting enough sky. It's a lie. It's false advertising. <laughs> it's weird. They, I didn't know Yosemite Sam lived in. Oh, this guy went full Yosemite. <laughs> Police say one of the rounds went through a window that went to a community parking lot. Uh, authorities say when they got to the complex, they found him in the uh, elevator holding a loaded gun. That loaded gun he was holding was also reported as stolen. He's facing a whole bunch of charges. We don't know anything else about him. He mm. wasn't identified by age, but it says it was in his apartment. So it doesn't sound like this is a case of a break-in. This sounds like someone that lived at the apartment yeah. complex, the 55 plus, right? Like, and here's the thing. The irony of this story <laughs> for the folks that just read the headline, yeah. it's going to make more people over 55 want to own yes. a gun. Yeah. Because if you just read the headline, which most people do, and we found out about this over and over again, yeah. it makes it sound like somebody broke into mm-hmm. a 55 plus community. And you have what seems to be a very rare incident in a really nice facility. Right. Folks will make the assumption that this was an intruder, will want to protect themselves, and go, well, maybe we should get a gun. That's how it works. And what makes this possibly more alarming, mm-hmm. Tommy, guns are expensive. Yeah, they ain't cheap. Right? Okay. So let's say you had a standard apartment complex, yeah. right? Folks that are live side, living side by side and renting. You'd think there would be a monetary barrier for some of those people to purchase guns. Yeah. Right? Like if I can't afford to buy a home, mm-hmm. maybe gun is not something I can and afford in my right. yeah, discretionary income. But Tommy, with a 55 plus community, a lot of those folks, they're not broke. No, they got fixed income. It's doing comfortable. But they wanted a smaller space so they didn't have to take care of a home. Mm, Downsizing. So, yeah, some of those folks are walking in with half a million dollars cash in their back pocket. Oh, boy. So it's very possible that 55-plus complexes have the most guns in a building per square footage. It could be. It could be the Tower of Terror. Now, by the way, all assumptions. I don't have any data yeah. to back that up. I'm just I, thinking out loud. Yeah, here. no, you're right. I wonder um, if some of these communities have like certain right. I mean, I guess I don't know if they're enforced, but when you move into a place like that, do they have specific rules About that weapons? you? Yeah, like that you you have to follow in terms of like what you can keep inside I, your home. I, I'm sure they do, but who follows? Yeah. It? How are you gonna? How are yeah, you gonna I don't know keep how track really... of it? I can go. I can move in and say, yeah. I'm, 
I'm not going to have a gun in here. Then I move in and I go buy a gun. Who's going to stop me? And Kimmy, if we're going to talk business-wise, I mean, look, if this number is true and 49% of people over 55 have a gun in their household, if you say no guns, you're eliminating half of your Mm. customer base from moving into your complex. And I mean, I guess, again, if you're responsible... There would be no reason for you to say right. there should be no guns here because, I mean, people are living, right? Right. But then when you factor in everything Tommy brought up about aging and what it does to you. Medication. All of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, boy, howdy. Yeah, just, uh, you know, be nice to everybody in the in the complex. <laughs> just nope. say, howdy, how do you do? No, but see, that that might not even help. Because, God forbid, mm. if someone was walking through that parking lot oh, at true. the right, mm. well, wrong time, yeah. they would have caught that. Just bad luck. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And they weren't being mean to anybody. I know. Just minding their own business. And now his wife's on a dating site. Ay, ay, ay. Okay. All right. Well, enjoy your golden years. No, but it's not the older folks. Like, look, okay. Yeah. I'm not worried about the older folks. I'm worried about... The children and grandchildren of the older folks that know they have to figure out a way yeah. to either get this gun out of their hands or worry every time the phone rings that something happened. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you, buddy. Because like, based on the stories you told about your brother, mm-hmm. a, you can't tell me that's not something that's in the back of your head. Oh, absolutely. Just conversations with that bad one. Yeah. Uh, what are you going to do, Pat? Listen, Again. I have two brothers that are in their 70s, and they live in Florida. Yes. Odds are one of them's going to make the news. <laughs> it's just, right? Yes. It's just that's why it's Florida. They're old. They're angry. Why did he need the silencer to shoot an iguana? Yeah. Sneak up on that best. No, but, but he- what, what is it? Do iguanas... Like, are they dangerous? Like, what's um, the, why do you have to get rid of them? So some are cool... Some could be a little, you know, it's an it's a wild animal. Yeah. Most of the time, they just they stay by themselves. But my brother has the douchiest dog going on little teacup poodles. Okay. And I, you know, that iguana could just see that thing and just oh. suck it down, man. Like and like one of them little road hot dogs you have at a cocktail party. <laughs> so yeah, so he All capped right. it, threw it in the trash. My sister-in-law just wanted him to shoo it away, not kill it, like a Gambino member. Let's take a break. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. A few months ago, when we found out one of these was opening in Fairport, we all thought it was super cool. Mm -hmm. Now that there's another one like these opening, it's a problem. Because dinner in a unique place like this would be awesome, and probably a special occasion. Yeah. Two of them makes it less likely they'll both succeed. Although... With the need for this type of business going away, a restaurant might be the only other business that could succeed in their place. Really? A company that bought the old Security Trust Bank branch downtown, it's next to Parcel 5, Yeah. wants to make it into a bar and restaurant. All right. So the company made an event space out of an old bank near the one downtown, and they think the restaurant and bar will fit perfectly with the neighborhood and what's going on inside the building. Mm. So, uh, if you remember, back a few months ago, we told you about that old-ass bank on, I think it's Main Street in Fairport, mm-hmm. that was being turned into a bar restaurant. And they were even planning on using the old vault as a special place to head dinner. And when we brought that up on the show, mm-hmm. we all thought that was like the coolest thing yeah. ever. Okay. Very like prohibition, yeah. right? Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty sweet. There wasn't anything back. that we could really compare it to here. In exactly. Yeah. It was super unique. Is a second old-school bank as a bar restaurant in this area a good idea? No. <laughs> Because you're not unique. There's two of them. It's yeah. not a hook anymore. Yeah. Right? Like, if the one in Fairport's open and that's the only one, you can go do something you've never done before. You might even drive from across town to go see yeah. what it's all about. Yes. When you got two, you're splitting the people that want to eat dinner in a bank. <laughs> do bank dining. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. I guess uh, that's true if you're just going for the... Uh just purely just want to see what it looks like in a bank. The ambience. The ambience. But I guess if you if it ends up being a bar, if, food that you like, a bar that you enjoy, Okay, but the th- bank thing doesn't really matter. It's just another bar. Okay, but here's the thing. And the phone number is mm. 252-WCMF. I'm thinking out loud. Tell me mm-hmm. when I'm wrong. There are 400 bar restaurants that do great food and great cocktails, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes that's not enough for your restaurant bar to succeed, yeah. okay. right? Sometimes you need a unique Hook. Hook. Yeah. yeah. And even if both of these places are really good, if your unique hook is the same, that kind of feels like it's a problem. Yeah, it's a small town. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah, you're, you're screwed. We've seen this with a bunch. Remember the cupcake run of the early 2010s? There were a bunch of cupcakeries that opened up. They just up made a, cupcakes. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they all made really, really good cupcakes. And but there's where a, are they now? Well, there's like one left because right. there's only so mm-hmm. many places you need to go to buy cupcakes, right? Yeah. When you have 10 cupcake places, you have no cupcake places five years later. And to Kimmy's point, like even if it's – like if I went to that place once – yeah. Just for the uniqueness of just to say you did it, yeah. Just go check it out. That's a one and done. If I'm not crazy about the joint, okay. Like if there's nothing else to draw me in, I, I saw it. Well, it might be more of a one and done, I guess. If you don't um, live in that area, if you're going out of your way to go see it, maybe you something you only do once in a while. But if you know you live in the area and you really enjoy it, it might be a regular thing for you. But those theme like style bars, mm-hmm. they they kind of come and go because they mm-hmm. had they had a speakeasy one on Monroe Avenue. Okay. Yeah. And they, the girls dressed up like the guys dressed like the 1920s and all that had that kind of look. And that thing lasted about a year. Was it good, though? It was good. It was okay. But, I mean, it wasn't a, it was the speakeasy part that was supposed to be unique. Sure. Mm-hmm. I saw it once. No, to, okay. your, 
to your point, like there was a restaurant, it was an old style German beer hall that was down near Java's. I'm forgetting the name. I love this place. The food was amazing. Okay. The beer oh, was great. Yeah. What was the name of that, uh, Joe? Right we, on East Ave? Yeah, we spent the St. Patrick's Day there. <laughs> I, I think loved of it. this place. Mm. And it was one of the first, like, in our area. And then they opened up a bunch of other German style beer halls in other goodbye. places. And here's the thing despite the fact the food was brilliant, mm. despite the fact the drinks were good, good location. Exactly. Yeah. Like, when the other ones start opening, what are you going to do? Yeah. You um, saw it. It's not good. How many times can you do the chicken dance? 252 WCMF, 252-9263, a new company that bought the old uh, Savings and Trust down near Parcel 5 is going to turn it into a bar restaurant, which sounds cool, except that somebody else is doing that with the old bank <laughs> in Fairport on Main Street there. How many bank restaurants does one town need, Tommy? Yeah. But here's the problem. The reality is we could be seeing this exact idea a lot more. Oh, I, I see your point, yes. We don't need banks anymore. Not as much as we had. Right? Yeah. We got and, to do them all. And as things, banking starts to move online, you have all these buildings that you don't need. Okay. And there are a bunch of them, and they cost a lot of money to build, right? And they're in I prime mean, location. Yeah. Knocking them down will cost a fortune. So what do you do with them? What other business outside of a restaurant can you put in a bank? Yeah. I mean, office space, but who needs that? And you don't need a vault. Right. Speaking of that, somebody just called and said, I guess there's a really popular Thai restaurant in Penfield that's in an old bank. It's They built it in an old bank, and oh. it's been around for a while. Oh. I didn't know that. As you speak, I also know another <laughs> place that has a vault, not as a theme, yeah. but they kept it in the door, and it's the uh, Basin Pub. Oh. Out in uh, Bushnell's Basin. Okay. There's an actual old safe in there. Okay, so are there more bank restaurants than we thought? Maybe. Apparently so. Okay, so the Thai restaurant doesn't use the bank as a draw for people. I don't know. But I've never heard of it. Sounds like these two restaurants would. Now, now that you bring this up, <laughs> are there more? Yeah, how maybe it's not as unique as we thought. So you you guys remember the first Great Northern Pizza Kitchen on Ridge Road in Greece? Yeah, that was an old bank. That was an old bank. You're right. <laughs> but they had nothing to do with the bank. They, no, you know, they just we, turned it, it didn't into look something. like a bank when you walked in. What no. is that? From what I remember, it had a unique like round exterior to it. Right. I spent the best years of my life in that Great Northern Pizza Kitchen. Yes. Became a man there. <laughs> no. I became a man at the pizza shop. <laughs> is that is that building still there? It's a new business. What is that business? I have no idea. 252 WCMF, because maybe that's the key. Whatever business has succeeded in the bank that used to be Great Northern Pizza Kitchen, maybe that's what we use it for. Could be coffee shop. Who knows? I mean, but you don't usually see banks stay empty for long. No. You know what I'm saying? They're prime locations. But, but there's all that stuff inside. You yeah. can, how hard is it to take a vault out of somewhere? Well, you leave it. Okay, but you're also wasting prime space in your building. Well, like how they converted it into like a private little area. Okay. Yeah. But then now it's kind of like bank theme again. Yeah, which a little is bit, a problem. Little like I, you know, what am I going to eat in every vault in Rochester? But you know, I, I had a sandwich of 15 <laughs> vaults last year. But I'm guessing as like business changes, you got to do something with all these buildings. Yeah, but bank is unique. Like every other kind of building that was built before. Yeah. Right. You can turn it into anything else. Yeah. Bank is unique. By the way, somebody, uh, thank you to Turco, writing us, it's a nail salon. Oh, okay. That makes sense. So we can have nail salons and restaurants in banks. Mm -hmm. They're saving America. (laughs) I'm I'm surprised this doesn't happen more to churches that are closed. Oh, good call. Because I know they did it to a couple places in New York City. They turned them into, I was in in London, there was an old church that they turned into a bar restaurant. That's unique. Yeah. No? Sacrilegious, but kind of cool. Well, I mean, it's not a church Hey, anymore. we're partying, you're going to burn in hell. Look what you did to God's house. Isn't uh, Swill Burger, that uh, burger place and bar and arcade, isn't that in an old church Could down be. in the Southwest? Yeah. In Swillburg? Yeah. 
I mean, has morality changed, Patrick? Oh, we need to do something with these houses of worship. Kimmy, isn't Swilberg, just not, or isn't Swilberg, Swilberger in an old church down in the South Wedge? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was an old, I mean, it looks right. like an old church. There is something about- I don't about, know if there was something in there in between. There is something about those cool old churches. I the unique the, looking. Yeah. The architecture's not, that's, ain't happening again. <laughs> 252-WCMF, 252-9263. There will be a second restaurant, bank-themed, opening in the city of Rochester to add to the bank-themed restaurant that will be opening in Fairport soon. Let's talk to Bob. Hey, Bobo, what's going on, buddy? Hey, guys. um, There's an old Marine Midland Bank in the corner of Webster, downtown Webster, that Tommy would remember. It's now an insurance insurance company, and they have their break room, uh, is in the uh, vault inside the bank. See, that would make me uncomfortable because if I was having a rough day at work, they could just lock me in. Yeah, there. no kidding. Bob hung up. <laughs> nope, Kimmy hung up on Bob. Bob, we didn't mean to hang up <laughs> on you, Bob. Kimmy accidentally hung up on you. We're having some technical issues over here today. You know, the other thing to think about here. What's that? How many banks does one town now need? Who gets it close to zero? Well, I guess it all depends, like, you know, as generations start to change, because mm. you're the only person I know that goes to the bank. Yeah, and I barely go to the bank anymore. Okay, like, how much is Gen Z, or how is Gen Z choosing their bank? I'm guessing you guys do everything online. I'm online. not Gen Z, don't you guys, man. I'm a millennial. Oh, excuse me. Kimmy also. Like a punk ass. Oh, shit. Is that I'm kind of something that's passed down from, like, your parents? Like, that you just go whatever bank they were, but you they had write, their money in? When's the last time you wrote a check? Oh, um, uh, not that long ago because we had to write checks for our rent a few years ago. But like now, as a homeowner. Yeah, not often. Why did, you wouldn't need to go to a bank. No, I, I can't remember the last I time I I deal with only two bank. people that only take checks. Okay. So that's the two checks I write a month. All right, so when it comes to like choosing your bank back in the day, Tommy, most people chose their bank based on how close it was Convenient, to the house. because you had to go cash your check on Friday. Exactly, but like if you don't have to go to the bank anymore. You don't, it's go, it's all online. Do kids even use banks? Could I have sounded more like an old man? Well, there? I mean, you had to do something for your money. Well, there are apps now you can just directly deposit your money into, and they give you they can give you debit cards and everything. So could Venmo and things like that PayPal, be your bank? Yeah, Cash App, yeah. I mean, there it's possible. Go. So isn't Amazon also trying to get into banking, I thought? I mean, it's probably they're trying to get into everything. Right, so there you go. You don't even need like Chase Manhattan yeah. Bank anymore. And it's not like Tommy to further that these kids aren't buying houses, so they don't need to sit down with a mortgage. We're letter. not paying them anything. <laughs> You're not going anywhere, kid. You still at your parents' house. Okay. You don't write checks. You sleep all day. You strip all night. You don't take care of your kids. <laughs> yeah, you don't need banking. You punk ass, broke ass. But you really don't. Kind of sad though. It's kind of scary to think about. Why? Well, like you don't. Like where do you where do you put your savings? Pay where do you where do you get your financial okay. advice? To have a place to put your savings, you need to have savings to put. True. So but and that's, to need financial advice, you would need money to put somewhere. Well, that's the scary part. Yeah. Like you're not building a future for yourself. You're just Venmoing each other invisible money. Are you just figuring this out right now? Yes. Okay. But did, did, did nobody tell you Gen Z was having a hard time? Why well, do they're having a hard time? I just never thought about them having a hard time. Okay. I knew it. I didn't think about We've it. We've had this discussion like 15 times in this room, and just now you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Well, I felt bad for the kids. But then I'm thinking to myself, I didn't have any money. I had a bank that had no money. Think you had that. a job. You had a job that paid job. you. <laughs> Thank you. The equivalent of $70,000 a year when you were like 24 years old. Mm. Shut up. I partied. Okay, that's not our fault. Hard 
252 WCMF. We're talking about what you do with all these empty banks. Now, another restaurant that's opening a bank theme. It sounds restaurant downtown to add to the Fairport restaurant that's opening in their old bank uh, mm-hmm. down on Main Street. Let's talk to Ezra. Hey, Ezra, what's going on? Hey, guys. Uh, just calling in, uh, talking about this uh, restaurant opening in a bank, jogging my memory. Uh, my wife used to work for Corning Incorporated down in Corning, and uh, there's a suburb of Corning called Gang Mills. And there was, like, all the buzz for a little bit because a KFC was coming in and opening up into a bank. And uh, Well, so you got to have a place this- to keep the spices recipe. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, yeah, the, the 12 secret spices. you got to put that in the vault. And I think that was actually part of their pitch was that they were, like, coming into this bank. It was an old, like, Chemung Canal, you know, trust company or something. Um, but the thing was, it was all circular and all glass. So they, they called it the crystal bucket because it looked like a big bucket. <laughs> <laughs> kind of cute, huh? Yeah, I love and it. It, it was the thing. People went crazy. I mean, I remember um, I came down to visit her, and people were waiting in line, like, all around the block for their, like, opening day. And people were, like, trying to get in. And I'm like, it's a KFC. It's just like every other KFC. But I don't Crystal Bucket, it got people to come in. And, and they did actually, like, hide the recipe in the in the vault and everything. It was a, a big to-do. All right, so now so I'm it in. It might all be right. more common. Does, right, is it still there? Do you know if it's still there? Still online. People find oh, yeah. it loose oh, change sure. in a bucket. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, no, because this opened, I'm talking like two years ago. Oh. Um, it's like, uh, let me see, KFC. If you type in KFC Crystal Bucket, it'll like come up. <laughs> I, like, I kind of want to go to Crystal yeah. Bucket now. You guys want to make a road trip? Or, or I get a bad <laughs> porn on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Ezra, thanks yeah. for the call, buddy. Have a good rest of the day. Yeah, take it easy, guys. Take yeah. care. Really nice guy for being named Ezra. Yeah, that's a unique name. You yeah, think that is, would it's... like? You think that would ruin your personality from having to grow up being named Ezra? Ezra. Yeah, but no, he made it. Okay, I'm happy for him. It does look like a giant crystal bucket. He's not wrong. Wow. We're gonna go to commercial so I can look at the crystal <laughs> bucket. We'll take a break. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Something changed, man. What happened? And look, I don't mean to sound like crotchety old man, although mm-hmm. I'm going to come off this way. But like, if I want to read about like the top guys, gals in this area, yeah, this ain't what I'm looking for. Oh. You're hanging out at the break room. Rochester's Classic Rock, 96.5. WCMF. We'll jump right into the story. What do you got? Uh, the winter sports season for Section 5 is underway. Mm-hmm. Just started. So hockey, boys and girls basketball. Kimmy, what other winter sports happen in Section 5? Is volleyball one of them? I Men's or got, I think. Boys volleyball. Anything no, because basketball gym- players play volleyball. Anything oh, yeah, in a gymnasium, right. right? You're right, you're right. Anything in a gymnasium. Wrestling? Ah, ah, wrestling. There you go. Wrestling. Yeah. I know I'm forgetting something. I'm ski team. Ski team. rich kids. Okay, they, shut well, up. I don't care about the Ski club. Ooh, ski club. No, some East Side schools have yeah, actual right. ski teams. teams. Pittsburgh yeah. has a ski team. Yeah, yep. because why would you not be as obnoxious as possible? There's an article over the weekend in what the Democrat and Chronicle, and it's previewing Section 5 hockey. So they, this is like, who's going to be the top 
people in the sport? You got it. Young so every people? yeah, yeah, every year, like at least Kimmy, since it's probably been forever, right? The Democrat Chronicle, when a season starts for every sport, both boys and girls will yeah. do like the top players to watch. Right. Well, like right? just high school sports in general, like that was your go-to source, you got right? It. For for what, who was going to be good? Why do I need this? Well, I people. was interested in it. Right. You not? No. You never had a kid, you never had a teenager, and I think, like, especially if your kid's going through high school right now, this was a big deal. If your kid's playing sports. Well, yeah, and I got got buddies whose kids play hockey at different Section 5 schools, so I want to see what they're saying about them, right? So I want to start off by saying, before I go old man, it is always amazing when you're a kid playing sports and you see your name in the paper or on TV or hear your name on the radio. Like, it's a feeling... Even if it's not even about you, if you're just in the background of it all, you get okay. excited. It's the greatest thing ever. Mm-hmm. That being said, the headline of the article in the Democratic Chronicle is, here are 80 Section 5 hockey players to watch. Okay. Let me say that again. Mm-hmm. 80, 80 hockey players. Tommy, there are 19 teams in all of Section 5 hockey. And you're going to see the top 80. That's over four players on average per team. That's a lot. That's a lot of high school hockey players, Tommy. Who the hell has time to read about 80 Section 5 high school hockey players to watch? Like, even if I was interested because I had some kind of interest in this, I'm only going to go look at the kid I know. Yeah. Yeah. You're That's the only kid I care about. Probably. Why would I care about some kid I've never heard of? And maybe they're trying to sell papers that way, right? Like the more kids you put in there, the more parents are going to buy oh, papers, also right? Also true. Why don't you just put all the players in there then? They kind of did. Yeah. Right? Because there's <clears throat> 80 of them. Let me put it this way. You could feel... And that's... Go ahead. You could field four full hockey teams based on the amount of players to watch yeah. from the Democrat Chronicle. So that's just hockey. So do they do this for like basketball and... Other so, sports, too? I haven't seen the boys, girls, basketball, the wrestling. Okay. I haven't seen it yet. I just saw the hockey one over the weekend, and all 80 of them. <laughs> 80 <laughs> hockey players. Like, you could do a full tournament for a weekend yeah. with the hockey players I should watch in Section 5, according to the Democrat <laughs> Chronicle. And look, yeah. look, as great as it is, like I said, for all of these kids to get their name in the paper, and I know they don't care, and I sound like a dick. Especially now. Like, I can see, like, your generation because you didn't have so much social media. Mm-hmm. But does, does a kid now even care that he's in the paper? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. I mean, who's that for your great-grandfather to look at? Well, I mean... I think it's still cool. It's it's not cool, cool if I can literally create my own content on my phone and sell myself. He's not wrong. Yeah, I don't I mean, know. Look, I can go on TikTok and do whatever yeah. I want and create my own image of myself. Or I can get that still photo of me in my hockey gear on the paper. 252 WCMF, if you have a high school athlete, do they still get excited when their name's in the paper? Yeah, because I remember it was was such a big deal that the DNC used to, and I don't think they have it anymore, but they used to do, oh God, I can't even think of the name of it. All Greater Rochester. All Greater Rochester. No, they still do it. Oh, do they? Okay. But they had like an award show and like they would do a whole presentation on this thing and I don't know if it's still as big of a you know, event and that look, it used to be. The DNC, like the high school reporters that they have, they do a great job of shooting the I'm games. Sure they the photos yeah, are awesome. Yeah. yeah, everything. But I don't, I mean, that's a great question. Like if I'm a kid who's 15, 16, 17, and Tommy, like, I don't know if you know this, there is a whole business industry. Oh yeah, I think you were telling me this. Of photographers and editors that will make things for high school kids. Mm-hmm. So like your kids can have, like you said, videos Highlight edited, real. yeah, uh, graphics for them to put up on their social media page right. for as little as like $20. For 20 bucks? Yeah, I mean, you know, there's a, there's yeah, a market Yeah, then this out there. can't be a big deal. Because, like, I could think back in a day, 
your mother or your grandmother clipping out the the headlines and the pictures mm-hmm. and putting it in a scrapbook. But that, yeah. that's so old fartish. Yeah, but there's something about walking uh, a in. A photo the, album? Well, like going into a grocery store and your name's right there. Like for everybody to grab. Yeah, everybody can see it. Not Where? just like the people that follow you. No, I'm saying at Wegmans. Like the the newspaper rack? Right there, yeah. Well, yeah, it's that part of the store that I just zip past as I'm leaving. I would guess kids still would still get to get would still be excited to see themselves featured on TV. TV would be a little bit it'd be a step up. Yeah. Uh, Similar okay. feeling though? I don't know. Again, I'm I'm seeing this as a yeah. 37 year old man who whenever my hand showed up on television or in the paper, I was like, <laughs> oh check it out. Cut it out, mom. Frame it. <laughs> 252 WCMF. We're talking about uh, with Section 5 Winter Sports starting, uh, they did a preview of Section 5 hockey players and they gave 80 Section 5 hockey players to watch. 80. Like, I remember 18 when I was a kid. All right. You know who this really sucks for? Who? Like I said, it's great for every kid that got their name Mm. in the paper, right? Fantastic. It has to suck a little bit for, like, the top 20 Section 5 hockey players, right? Because, like, you know, there was a time. There was a time. Right, where you got like a full write up and like your picture yeah. was in there. Very individualist. Yeah, exactly, right? But and with like, 80. Yeah, like. You're just lumped in. Exactly. And like, you know, like, you know. The kid, I don't you, know if these kids are playing hockey or they're in trouble. There it is. The old man take I was waiting for. Old man take. You mind how old the paper is? They still have guys there named <laughs> Sal and Mickey. <laughs> hey, Mickey, you seen Sal? He's on break. <laughs> I mean, you can't get much older than the paper now. But I think the DNC does a good job. I subscribe they to the do. DNC. Right? My wife reads it every day, and I come home and make fun of her. Laughed out loud, 80. But like, My wife like... will tell me a story. Did you hear about this? Yeah, two weeks ago. <laughs> but you're, reading, you're reading cheese. Okay, we are on the radio. You know, know. that, right? Like, Fine age. <laughs> we're a step above oh. ventriloquism right now, and you're taking shots at other media. That's, what's, that's what I'm feeling when I sit there. <laughs> No, Kimmy, go back to the point I was trying to make, right? Like, when you're when you're friends, because I never had this experience, and I know you didn't, were part of, like, the top 15 yeah. to 20 kids that they profiled in the beginning yeah. of the season. Like, that meant something. Everyone at school talked about well, it. Well, and I remember, deal. like, the school would have, like, a billboard of, like, every kid that went there when they were featured. they yep. post all yeah. the articles right, which to, like, cool show back up, in the you day. know? Yeah. But like I, I don't yeah, know, like if I'm point. one of the people that would have been top twenty, like okay, like well, this sucks. Yeah. I know I'm better than all of these people. <laughs> this sucks. You know the other thing too, and What's we're gonna that? we're actually it's gonna transition perfectly into what we're gonna talk about. Kimmy brought up the all greater Rochester teams. Yeah. So a lot of high schools when they have players that are AGR in whatever sport they are, they'll. Uh, document that forever mm. like they'll either have a banner or they'll have plaques at some point in the school where your name will be there forever for making an agr team okay are you sad if you go back and look at that um by yourself or with your family so i have a buddy of mine uh my buddy phil he's a really yeah. good football player really good wrestler and he was an all greater rochester football player i think his senior year at gates trialing mm. and his name is forever emblazoned in the weight room Underneath, I was like this say, list. Like, there have to be so many, though. Well, no, it's only it's one position every year. First team all out Greater Rochester. No, you, so but it's they have first team, second team, I think and then honorary. Is this just first I, team? I mean, the ones I've seen are just first team. All right, so where is it now? So it's in the weight room in Gates, which also doubles as like a community weight room, if I'm not mistaken. At least that's the way okay. it was when I was a kid. Right. If you go, uh, if you're not in the main hall, if right. I have to take. If I need directions to your plaque, like you should be able to walk in because usually, like all those state championships, they're under glass or in yeah, a, yeah, yeah. Like at a common area. Mm-hmm. Like you walk in yeah. and you go, "God damn!" Sure, 
You didn't make the goddamn wall. Okay. Your you name's made on a the, list. The community weight room side wall. Okay, I'll ask you this. Sauce. Oh. <laughs> I'll ask yeah. you this question. So you're asking if I went and looked at it? Okay. So let me let me let me re ask. Right. Let me re ask the question because right. I can actually put it in this room. Mm. Uh, the uh, in 2002, the Aquinas football team won a state championship. I was on that team. Yes. And uh, there is exactly what you're describing in the gymnasium at Aquinas where both of my girls go. There's this behind glass. It's the state championship trophy. It's a photo of the whole team. The whole, carry all you guys. You got it. It's right. awesome. It's very cool. And uh, when I took the kids to the Mission Bouts boxing tournament last year, yeah. I walked my girls up and I go, see that right there? Mm-hmm. There's daddy. I pointed myself in the picture. I told them the stories and they didn't care. My yeah. wife humored me. Mm-hmm. Was that sad? Uh, you get a pass if you have kids because yeah. you're showing them. Okay, yeah. you're. I, I remember my dad doing the same thing. So it's but sad. your dad might be sad. I didn't think. I don't know. As a kid, like I guess I thought it was cool. It's sad, under but you're undercover. <laughs> okay, undercover sad. Yeah. Right. You got some human shields there in your children to cover up your sadness. Okay. Like it was almost like he couldn't wait until we played a rondequoit at that school so he could go, you know, find wherever his name was. No, on, but I yeah. get it. All right, like so, Aquinas. A lot of schools have like a Hall of Fame. Aquinas yeah. has an Aquinas Hall of Fame, not just for sports, but for everything. I mean, I'm, I don't know what they're waiting for at mm. Aquinas. I've been sitting here this whole time, but yeah. let's say I make it into the Aquinas Hall of Fame, right? And it's just me and my wife thirty years from now. And we're in the school, and I take her to see my Aquinas Hall of Fame plaque. All right, Is that well, you, sad? You check it out in life. I, I give you a pick. Check it out. I'm going to be 60. Uh, yeah, like I said, you know. Look who's talking. I made it past 60 already, buddy. Barely. I'm into my fours. <laughs> I have an uncle okay. that is in a college football Hall of Fame. Okay? Now, he got into it in 1982. Okay. He's long past. Okay? Quite an accomplishment. Yeah. He was a good football player back in the day. Sure. Nobody in our family has ever once gone to look at it. How is that And possible? I had three relatives that lived in this, within blocks yeah. of where it resides in Manhattan. How do you not Where's go? Fort, is Fordham in Manhattan? So I don't even know. It's in New York City. I don't even know where Fordham is. <laughs> he went to Fordham. He's in, this, he's in the College Football Hall of Fame. At Fordham. In, at Fordham. And nobody. He got inducted in 82. My aunt didn't go at the time because she was experiencing migraines and didn't want to fly. So he went, got inducted by himself. Wow. My aunt never looked. <laughs> My two cousins, who his kids, I've never been. And I would kind of be interested in seeing that stuff. Never even made the trip. I'll go with you. Let's go. Took a cab past Fordham many times up to see relatives. <laughs> never said, hey, let me go see Uncle Dom's plaque. <laughs> nobody cares. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 